Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by MeUndies, Mint Mobile, and the National Alliance on Mental Illness. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Barbara. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Gus. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. It's Monday again. This is the way I keep track of the <laughs> week now. Of the, what day it is. Day this since podcast. Podcast. Yeah, I'm on a day since podcast. It's actually also how I keep track of how long we've been working from home because the podcast was literally the last thing I did at the office yeah. before we had to like walk out and leave. And then that's the last time I, I was there. I haven't been that back night was then. so surreal. All of us walking out to our cars being like, all right, <laughs> I'll see you later. See you whenever. I don't just know. Like walking out shrugging, just like, this might be it. How, uh, how long ago was that now? How many podcasts have you done at home? That, that podcast was on March 23rd. 23rd, yeah. I know we've done eight keeping the lights on. So I imagine you've done at I least think, eight or nine of these. I think this is the eighth one. I think this is the eighth uh, mm. that we've done since we've been at home. Eighth. Oof. Eighth. Did I say it weird? Eight. 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 Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Did you? Uh, you, you? Oh, there you are. You're back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gavin, you came in hot from the uh, Achievement Hunter stream right before this. You sat down and I started freaking out and Eric told me to save it for the podcast. Your beard is growing exponentially. Like it's it's like it's been four weeks since I've last seen you. It's almost as long as my face. <laughs> you you look like that? Jack now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's disgusting though. It's not even a good beard. It's like tangled and here's the here's the I'm thing. Trying, like, give it a bit of that. I get that people can't go and get their hair cut right now. Uh, and I get that a Jack, uh, uh, for instance, can't go get his giant ZZ Top beard groomed. <laughs> but what fucking excuse do you have? You have razors. Just shave. I do. I mean, it's a good excuse to see how long I can get a beard. You want to look like a... You want to see what a man looks like on you, finally. I get it. <laughs> your mustache. Do you, you must trim your mustache, right, so you could eat. Uh, so, the, well, I've never had a beard this long and I don't really know how to do it. And it's really annoying when I eat because like food will go in my mouth and then I'll start like chewing it and it will like pull more hair into yeah. my mouth. So I've just mm -hmm. been like shaving a hole around my <laughs> mouth, <laughs> but the rest is completely untouched. Like you're literally shaving a food hole. Yeah, a little food gap so I can stop pulling out my beard hair with my mouth. I don't know much about beards as I've never had one, um, but I've been someone's beard before, so I guess hey. that counts. Uh, <laughs> but um, this part here, Gavin, like right by the sides of your mouth, it looks like, are you supposed to trim that part? Because it looks very long I don't for know. what Should that I, is. I don't know. Look, this bit is like... <laughs> oh, you can do my dumb, you do the dumb mustache now. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't know what to do, so it's just like, huh. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not born knowing what to do. It requires a little training and effort. You look like a Red Dead character that's been neglected for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you just oh, sort of you your keyboard. Why don't you trim it right now on the podcast? Oh, because oh, mess. Mess. Mess in that. Long haircut. I don't see what I'm doing. <laughs> I'll just sit here and drink. You, you've, got the, you've got the little picture-in-picture picture window that shows you what your view is like. Just make it bigger and uh, get in close to the camera and show us. Well, why don't you do that with your head? <laughs> it's not the same thing at all. Same thing. <laughs> totally same thing. I see you're drinking a white claw there, Gavin. Is that your new uh drink of choice? Yeah, that's how I count the days or the weeks is uh, how many white claws are missing because I have one every time on the podcast. Can I, I what, uh, what, what flavor is that? It's raspberry. Uh, 
I'm pissed. I'm pissed about White Claw. Why? Because I know I would have loved it. Yeah. Honestly, it didn't Jeff exist. It didn't exist for me. You know, we had we had shit like Bartles and James, you know, back in the early 80s, but it's not the same thing. And I guarantee you that White Claw is fucking delicious, and I could have drank like 40 a day and not even realized it. Jeff, that, it's we're, not we're, that good. Uh, I appreciate you saying it's that. It's overrated. Like, it... it... Why it's is like everybody drinking flavored. it all the time? <laughs> because it's like a lighter version of alcohol, so they could still drink without it feeling like you're gonna. Yeah, throw I up feel all like I'm. It's like having a few beers, but I'm not getting as fat. I think that it was just good marketing. I think uh, they just hit at the right time. Like there was all those uh, seltzers, all those soda waters that came out, and it was like the next logical step. There were several of those hard seltzers that came out. Just for some like, reason, White Claw took off. This one seemed to cat like it's. As a non-drinker who I have to just absorb this stuff tangentially being in the world, uh, it's it's like there's there's Budweiser, uh, there's uh, Coors, there's th two different kinds of whiskey, and then White Claw. And that's the only alcohol I see advertised. I had Tito's on occasion. Mm -hmm. It's really ratcheted up the ranks. It's like a genre now. That's it's like a subgenre in drinking. It's okay. I've been doing what Gavin's been doing. Uh, I have one case of beer, and I've just been having one beer on each podcast. Um, but I don't have one today because I was <laughs> looking in the mirror, and I was like, I can't tell if I've put on weight or if I look the same and just don't feel good about myself today. Ugh, I got so fat. I kind of had the same. I kind of had the same moment. Then I watched this week's episode of Last Laugh, and I was like, "No, I look about the same. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, I've definitely gained weight, and Emily and I, I don't, I just don't. It's hard to think about dieting in this. I mean, I yeah. guess unless you're a person with control and discipline and stuff. Uh, but <laughs> given the peculiarities and the stresses of the environment, dieting seemed like just like not a good idea. But I'm getting super fat, so uh, I've been. We've been fasting. And I don't think it's made one bit of difference. I like I do that Bernie intermittent fasting thing where you eat from like yeah. 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day or whatever. And uh, it's easy enough to do. But if anything, I'm, I might be gaining weight because I I'm feel like if, I only existed, it if only there existed some kind of tool where you could check to see if it was I'm making not, any kind of. I'm not getting. I haven't. I'm not getting on my scale. <laughs> so you already um, own it. You're just not getting on it. Oh no, 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 not right now. No, I'm not gonna do that to myself. That's not fair. That's not nice. I, I should be kinder to me during a global he, pandemic than to yeah, look at how don't far exist. I've fallen. Nah, fuck scales. Absolutely. I agree with you, Jeff. They're from the but I will times. say, Jeff, I will recommend uh, if you get some type of app to just track your calories, because that's really what it's all about. Just calories mm. in, calories out. All this all this fad diet stuff that Bernie always talks about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just but, I could just not be a piece of shit, too, but... I mean, oh no, I'll, I'll, I'll eat seven Oreos in one sitting because I feel like it. So I'm right there <laughs> with you, buddy. Hey, Jeff, can you uh, refresh your thing again? We they lost your audio. So they just want to get you back. You got me now. You guys missed a thrilling story from Jeff. Is it not coming through the discord? Is that not the feed we, we no. use for you guys no, we use the discord to talk to each other? <laughs> okay. uh, but we use the, the other one to send out to, uh, to broadcast. Right. All right. Well, okay. We see you, chat. Yeah. Yeah. It really chat. wants us to know. I, got, I can't hear you. I got chat right over here. So if you see me looking in this direction, I'm looking at chat, and I can see. It's uh, funny. I want to test out to see. Yeah, you're good. I, I want to test out to see if I ever lost my mic, if the chat would care as much. Because oh, it's like would. you don't hear if you don't hear me, no big deal. You can't hear Jeff. 
Owls, call the cops. Some self deprecating <laughs> attempt at humor there. All right, why don't we sit back and uh, we'll let Jeff say everything word for word again. All right, go. Uh, it's just, uh, it's sad. That's a, that's a real shame. Yep. I believe it's how you started. It's a real shame. I, the, only, the only point I was trying to make is, so far, most of the places I've seen that have closed have been planning to close anyway for retirement or moving or whatever, and this just precipitated that change. I haven't seen a lot of, anecdotally, a lot of businesses desperate to survive going under yet, but I'm sure that's happening. All over oh, the yes. There was, what was that? There was that, I was reminiscing about, stop it, Gav. I was reminiscing <laughs> about- How did you know that? Because I know you, I know that yeah, that wouldn't happen. Like, what was he doing? Um, was he was mouthing like he was, like, like his oh, eye wasn't working. I do that on KTL all the time. <laughs> I was reminiscing the other day about that food trailer that used to be over on Maynard, Tenderland. I don't know, did you ever eat there? Yes, I did. They had pork, right? Like yeah, pork tenderloins, pork tenderloins yeah. that were, yeah, those huge sandwiches. And they closed, I want to, I don't remember when they closed. They closed like 2012 or 2013. Mm. And uh, I think they said they were going to be back. They just need to find a new location for their trailer. And they just never found a new location for that trailer. Yeah, it's the same with uh, uh, back around that time too, Gus. I don't know if you remember a hot dog place called Dog Almighty. We used to yeah. love. Yeah, and they did the same thing. They disappeared. And they they moved. They, they they had a retail location over on uh, Burnett by where the Way South Philly retail location is, but then they closed that. Yeah, now yeah. that's Man Bites Dog, I think, is what it is now. Or it was. What was the other you place? Guys ever... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. What? I was going to ask if you guys have ever had uh, Austin Daily Press. It's like a yes. kind of healthier place, but dude, have you had their hush puppies? They're really good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I had them last night. It was amazing. But I just trying in an effort to support more local places like that, just from what you guys were saying, just to make sure that they could get all the business they need. Although I do sneak in a cheeky McDonald's from time to time, not going to lie. That hey, local McDonald's. Cheeky. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, if you think about it like this, the people that are working at that McDonald's that are drawing a paycheck are local. So you are helping support local businesses. True. That's a good um, point. I was going to say, Barb, next time you go to ADP, if you get a chance, get their blueberry dessert balls. They come with oh. like this, like this, like frosting jizzed all over the top and they're hot. Nice. Just, they're, they're, they look exactly like the hush puppy balls, but they're like blueberries <sighs> and fucking jizz. And I love it's my balls covered in frosty jizz. <laughs> it's so good. You'll know what I mean if you buy them and see it. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I am definitely uh, ordering those right after the podcast ends tonight. <laughs> How well does Absolutely. McDonald's travel? I've never had it delivered. Does it arrive oh, a bit soggy? Totally fine. Oh, no, really? Not at all. Mm. It's super. It honestly, like McDonald's, I think, is one of the foods that you could leave it out for a number of hours and they'll still <laughs> they, retain its perfect shape. I mean, <laughs> not a great they, thing. <laughs> they build a lot of their business around the drive through model. So you would think yeah. that it should travel fine. You should be able to pick it up and take it to your home somewhere. Well, True. according to Super Size Me, it'll, it's good for a year, right? Yeah, or longer. Like it doesn't decompose. Yeah, you're set. Yeah. Eat it today, eat it tomorrow, uh -huh. eat it next week. We were talking about McDonald's, so we just recorded an episode of Always Open with uh, Greg Miller and first-time Always Open guest Andy Cortez. Nice. Um, and that'll be out in a couple of weeks. But we were talking about McDonald's and how, like, what is it about McDonald's that there's, like, some comfort associated with it? Like, when I am really stressed or, like, don't feel well, in like my head, I'm like, I just want McDonald's. I feel like that'll make me feel better. And Greg explained it in such an interesting way where it was like McDonald's, like, you know, 
when you order McDonald's, you know what it's going to taste like. You, it's such a familiar, comforting feeling of just like knowing what you're going to get, knowing what it's going to taste like and be like, and like what it's going to make you feel like, which yeah. is not always a good thing. I, th- uh, I think yeah. it's more than that. I think it's that you, it, it, as a child, you've been taught that McDonald's was a treat. And even as a True. kid, you get a meal that has a toy in it that's designed just for you that grownups can't have. That's got a, you know what I mean? And it's one of those first things that you discover when you're a kid that's all about you, all for you. Yeah, the Happy and, Meal is such a good investment because it's like training <laughs> training thing. the adulthood to want McDonald's occasionally. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's <laughs> nefarious. It's treat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like I remember for me and my family, every third, I think it was Thursday nights, we would get McDonald's and watch Survivor. And it was <laughs> like, it was like, a, like a treat night. Like we're not having a healthy dinner and we're getting to watch a show and like all this stuff like that. I don't know. It just, it, it reminds me of a, a simpler time. I think it's all, least. I think it also, it comes from an era when it rose to prominence without as much competition. So it's cemented in all of our brains mcdonald's more so than burger king or wendy's or and certainly some of the newer ones that have come along since we've become adults so it's just it's it benefited from being uh existing in a time when it just didn't have a lot of competition either right yeah so so kind very like, kind of like network television yeah. yeah except that they do uh those weird like regional dishes in some places like don't they have like the black burger like the black bun burger in japan or is that yeah i mean there's definitely some like regional stuff but if you want to i feel like if you want a big mac it's going to taste like a big mac whereas there's some companies like subway where it's like super duper franchise and you never really know the quality of each subway and some of them are just rank and some of them are pretty good so it's like why 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 would you ever go there (laughs) hey barb (laughs) what's your what's your go-to mcdonald's order like what'd you get the other night all right, so my favorite thing at McDonald's is the McChicken, spicy McChicken. Um, mm, nice. But it, I, we do this thing where we're about to order food, me and Trevor, where we talk about tasting something with our mind's mouth. <laughs> <Weird. laughs> like, if we're trying to figure out what to order, we'll just do the... Like trying to taste something. Is that in your how mind you know if you, know... you if you're gonna like it if if that's what you truly want that night? No, like it, yeah, exactly. So if I'm deciding, because it's like there's two different ways to go. You get the chicken or you get the burgers. Like that's McDonald's. It depends on what kind of mood you're in. So you got like the chicken nuggets and the McChicken stuff like that. That's one version of McDonald's. Then you got like the Big Mac or the Quarter Pounder. I'm a Big Mac girl, so I either do Big Mac or McChicken. Every now and then I'll get the nuggets. It's a strategy. Have do you, you, ever, do you ever get the deadly or do you? Ever... Go on. I have definitely gotten both. Uh, those were fun nights. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, McChicken is definitely my favorite. I don't if, think if I've you ever leave, had it. If you leave your mind mouth open, does drool come out? Yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> over your eyes. <laughs> yeah. The mind's mouth. The mind's mouth. <laughs> you take, oh, almost, yeah. You're not quite... There he goes. You All activated right, so, Trevor. <laughs> Can I, can I put anything in your mind mouth right now? If I describe a food, will you describe taste it? it. Um, a s- spinach soup with uh, ground peppercorn and horseradish with a, a smashed bag of Pringles. No, it doesn't like it. it no. You didn't please her. No. I don't know I if I've ever had a spinach soup. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> you can soup anything. What can't you put in soup or make soup from? If you could make soup People. from a potato. Yeah, potato soup. It's my mom's best dish. 
Yeah. Everybody eats potato chips. <laughs> what can really you? Yeah, I mean, if you can soup a potato, you can soup anything. Uh, I feel like there's got to be a counter argument to this. Yeah, Fru I guess fruit, salami. You can't salami soup. soup. You wouldn't make a salami uh, you could, soup. You could do that. You could. You you couldn't soup bread. Bread soup. <laughs> bread pudding. <laughs> That's what I did it for. Bread soup. Come on, Gavin. Hey, French go. onion soup has got a lump of wet bread in it. Disgusting. Sure. That's really that's really good. <laughs> it does, it is really good, actually. I mean, I'm like a big soup fan. Strawberry soup would just be delicious. Sauce, like, wouldn't it? Jam. That's just yeah. melted ice cream. <laughs> yeah. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Summertime dreaming. These are the days when visions of sunshine and surf dance through our heads probably now more than ever as we collectively mold into our couches. But we've got to keep the dream alive, and MeUndies is committed to the cause by keeping you in a constant stream of uninterrupted, dream-inducing undie comfort. MeUndies has been a longtime sponsor here, and it's because they make quality, super soft, comfortable underwear. I'm wearing some right now. You know I am. Uh, how do you reach this uninterrupted state of comfort, you might ask? With a membership from MeUndies, and boy, is it handy. Imagine this. Every month, the softest, coziest undies magically appear at your door. As your undie collection grows, your laundry time lessens, and adulting time gets that much easier. Plus, the membership comes with site-wide savings, easy access, and free shipping. Oh, and zero reasons to ever leave your house. Just grab those new undies off the porch, get right back on the summertime dreaming. MeUndies are made from micro-modal, irresistibly soft, sustainable fabric that encases your nether regions in a cloud of comfort. It's magically made from trees and another reason to give them a hug. MeUndies are offered in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. you got to give this super softness a try, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get 15% off your order, free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. Thanks to MeUndies for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Uh, no, yeah, what, what about you? What about you, Jeff? What's your go-to McDonald's? I got my head stuck on soups. Uh, I guess just a number one, probably just a Big Mac. But I'll be honest with you. It's like I order McDonald's like I order soda. It's like the sense memory of it. I get it because I'm mm. supposed to. It's been a long time since I like I probably it's probably been a long time since I tasted McDonald's. You, you know what I mean? You just kinda, no. Uh, it's just like. <laughs> It's like if you don't eat it with your mind's mouth. Yeah, I don't eat it with my mind's mouth first, I guess. No, you eat it with your mind's mouth, yes. Before you even eat, you have to eat it with your mind's mouth first. Have you first ever to ate with your mouth. mind's mouth after you've ate it with your real mouth to compare? No. Have you ever you given are, a mind's you... mouth blowjob? <laughs> Gross. It's always Ask sex Trevor, with you. I don't know. Always sex with you. <laughs> Has your mind's mouth ever been off like was the food way better or way worse than your mind's mouth thought it would be no no, no it's always been spot on it's be, like, it, like it's when you are in the mood for something but you don't know what and so you imagine multiple options in your yeah. mind's mouth my mind's I mouth have, i feel like always wants pancakes but when they reach my mm. real mouth i'm so immediately sick of them that i'm annoyed <laughs> with my mind's mouth it's like instantly yeah, just like, like even, you, even only on the want, first you only want like a few bites of pancakes and syrup before it's like, man, I've got like two thirds of this left and I don't want it. What if you could go to a restaurant and you could order like a quarter stack of pancakes? It's like instead of getting a bunch of pancakes, you just get like a little bit. Like a pie? <laughs> I wish you could do that. Yeah. That would be awesome. And and put something else with it just to break it up. Pancakes get so samey. Same. Yeah, <laughs> pancakes are good for the first five or six bites. 
and then it's a whole, and then it's like oh that scratched the itch now it's just yeah a lot but of i this. almost always want like if if every morning i woke up and had a quarter pie of pancakes i would eat that every day what Delicious. was that thing? What was that thing you used to get at uh, Kirby Lane, Gavin? It was like oh, you're talking about the Paris, the Texas. Paris, Texas, yeah, which oh, yeah. was I think it, like Migas and French toast and oh, it's French toast. Okay, yeah, it was really unhealthy, but so good. I'm I guess so the way. best things are always like that. I guess what I'm trying to say, Barb, is I've had so much McDonald's in my life, and I'm so dialed in to what it is that I like. And I, I typically only eat McDonald's on a trip. Like if I'm driving and it's convenient, or if I'm at the airport, it's an easy go-to. I don't. Right. I haven't looked at a McDonald's menu in probably 25 years. You just you go in, you order the exact same thing, you eat it. As soon as it's done, there's instant regret. It feels like there's a brick in my stomach, and I go, "All right, that's what this is." And then you debate whether it was worth it. Usually it is because it tastes good. And then, and then you, you just move right on with your life. Like I've done that process like so many thousands of times in my forty almost forty five years that it's like yeah. you don't even. It really is going through the motions. I guess is what I'm trying to. But say. But what I what I started doing back when I was regularly eating meat is I would go in so that I could use like the the kiosk to order yourself. That way you could just really go through all the menu and like hit all the options and see like every page to see all the things that you don't normally think about getting. So I would always get what I wanted to get. And then I'd add like one more thing just to try something different uh, mm. on the menu. Yeah, Jeff, you should that try the McChicken. See. I think you would like it. I'll definitely try it. I, I don't think I've ever eaten a McChicken, and I'm I'm a big fan of the of spicy like the spicy chicken sandwiches. So I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm all all aboard. Hey, give it a shot. It's like a big old uh, chicken nugget. Is it really? And lettuce. Does it yeah. taste like a chicken nugget, kind of? Kinda, yeah. Uh, a little different because it's bigger and and not <laughs> as dense, I guess. But what's so your favorite what's your favorite nugget shape i'm the a boot, boot. boot you like yeah. the boot like the, you like the fat leg little foot boot i like that one too yeah, yeah. so could uh, they make a big nugget could they make a nugget patty that is the exact same as a regular chicken nugget but was massive probably, probably. i just mean it's like just a nug it, burger yeah it's just i think a big piece of chicken with the the breading on it right that's what chicken, yeah. chicken nuggets are a piece of chicken wink speaking wink. Of, of chicken um, Gus, I read on the internet the other day that you are a dirty trader meat eater all of a sudden. What happened? <laughs> oh, just oh. once a week. It was never it was never our intention from the beginning to do it exclusively or for or to eat plant based exclusively or for this long. It's true, you it's just so finally, happened. Yeah. Yeah, I did say it. So uh finally um I went to the doctor's office a couple of weeks ago to get blood work done, and that was kind of my reset point. Like I would see what six months of uh, eating plant-based would do to my blood work. And then finally last week, uh, for the first time in seven months, uh, ate some beef. Couple and questions. And again, this weekend, uh, I went ahead and ate something else. First Ooh. off, what did your blood work show? Are you healthy? Were there negative, uh, uh side effects to eating meat or not eating my meat? My cholesterol was down significantly. Uh, it was, a, it was a little high before and now it's back into a normal range and, uh, everything else was was fine. I mean, that was really the big thing I was curious about was how much it would impact cholesterol. So you um, saw that you saw that ben positive benefits. You'd done it for a long time. You felt like you know I, this six months or whatever. This kind of proves out the case. Uh, I'm definitely healthier because of it. I'm gonna open up the not open up the floodgates, but let a like a little bit of meat back into my life. Uh, yeah. ten, ten, tentative meat. Uh, and then you and and I assume Esther is doing this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So you guys chose your first meal back. What was it? 
we had some Wagyu beef that uh, we got up at H Mart. I don't know if you ever go up there. And, I, I, uh, I know where just, it is. Yeah, so it's like you know, that we, we we didn't want a whole bunch of meat, and that comes like in little strips, so you can just like cook as much as you want. So we just cooked like a few pieces of that and had it like uh, Korean style with like lettuce and a bunch of sides. What was, was it I'm like? I'm curious that that was your first one. Did it go it in was, your mind's mouth before you put it in your real mouth? It, it went in my mind's mouth, and it was much better in my mind's mouth than it was in my <laughs> in my face uh, mouth. So that's it was, when the mind's mouth betrays you. Yeah. It wasn't as good as you remembered. It wasn't as good as I remember. It was a it was a lot chewier than I remember, uh, and it just wasn't as flavorful as I expected it to be. Mm. But uh, this past weekend, uh, we picked up takeout from Hank's, which is over by the studio. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a fried egg sandwich. And uh, have you ever had bacon before? It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that. That was what what killed me on the veganism was when I had a bacon cheeseburger with you, and it was bacon that brought me back. Bacon is perfect. Oh, there it is. There's my food. Oh, God. Oh, that looks so good. It's beautiful. I'm so hungry right now. Oh, that is, this is real good. I'm tasting that right now. They have the best cold brew coffee in town, I think, too. Dude, once you awaken your mind's mouth, it'll never go away. (laughs) So your third eye is a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that's the title of this episode. (laughs) This is an eye with lips. I don't want to name any... I don't want to name people but do you remember a certain voice actor or voice actress gus when we worked downtown who would come in to record lines and was lovely but we would have to listen to the two-hour conversations about opening up our mind's eye yep yeah i remember that <laughs> now i need to think who this you're, might be you're running to all kinds yeah i'll tell you but, uh, okay. yeah. Me, wasn't it? i think we're gonna keep it up maybe just like once a week have uh something that's animal based have you, but... have you had like pizza like what about cheese and stuff no. like that i know you're off that um have i had cheese i think no, cheese I is had hard cheese to integrate back in like it can fuck with your digestive system a little bit do you think anyone yeah. has ever made a pizza using only meat yes like absolutely. a pizza like a the meat pizza. base a meat like sauce with meat on it Sure. I'm sure that has to have happened. Yes. Emily actually makes, we call it chicken pizza um, or uh, or pizza chicken is what we call it. When we were on keto, <laughs> she would take, you can buy chicken breasts at the store that are thin cut. They basically like cut a chicken breast in half. So it's like really thin. And then she would put pepperonis on it and uh, like pizza sauce and uh, put mozzarella cheese on it and bake it. And it would almost be like a pizza. And then we would call it pizza chicken. That was how, that Sounds was when I craved pizza that year I was keto. That's what I would eat. <laughs> it's funny yeah, that I you see... just crave the shape of something. You, you want the format, yeah. but it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> I see. I'm lo- I looked up. I did a Google search for pizza, and I found a bunch of recipes for the kind of thing you're talking about. I see one here that uses ground beef as a crust. Oh my god! Hey, it sounds no, like epic meal time. Jeff, you know how we're trying to find a name for something? I think pizza. Pizza. Meat party. Meat party. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, gross. I like the name you have right now. I think it's a really good name. I, I worry about it. I'll talk to you after about it. Uh, no worries. If they, if you don't like it, that's fine. I hate it too. That name sucked. Let's move on. It's just a <laughs> it's a mouthful when you say it out loud. Oh, okay. So, chat is saying chat is saying that we should have a meatsa sphere. Uh, whenever whenever we're back yeah, in the studio, whenever we're back at stage five, you never know. Eric might just make a meatball. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we actually filmed a video that I'm really excited about you guys seeing. Uh, 
it, we filmed it back at the office when um, before all this started happening. And I don't know when it's going to be out because I know we're saving a lot of stuff we filmed before quarantine to come out later on so we could focus on content that we're making here. Uh, but we went around to various fast food chains and picked up chicken nuggets from all the different fast food chains and uh, blended them down to make a mega nug. Wow. So um, you'll see how that turned out. <laughs> uh... I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. That seems like an, an affront. You're changing the format a little bit. Just Eric did eat a bite of it, so he can confirm. Is there vomit in the video? <sighs> okay. I think you should make more vomit content. That's what people want. People want to tune in and see that. It's <laughs> good shit. Okay. <laughs> they want to see you gagging, looking for a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a core production right here. Gavin, why don't you go ahead and throw up uh, into a bin right now? I got a shredder. Yeah, yeah throw up in the shredder. See if you can shred your own puke. It'd probably activate the rollers. And then uh, that'll be the title of the episode. Can you shred vomit? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah, has there been a will it shred channel? Probably. Probably. Not one that took off, at least, that I know of. We should make Just a channel really that you blend something and then you hit it with a hydraulic press and then you scoop that up and shred it. That would work. No, yeah, while some, no, you put the blender on the hydraulic press and while the blender's running, you hydraulic press it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's get it all done at once. How much would it cost to start from scratch and make that happen? Probably a shitload of money. How much do hydraulic presses cost? Hydraulic <laughs> Oh, press loads. And you gotta cost. power them and stuff? Uh, oh, it's not, that, it's, it's not that much. How much is one? Uh, you can buy a manual 20 to 25 ton hydraulic press uh, for 250 to $800. What? Boom. Oh, you got to use your hand? I guess so. It says oh, manual. I'm not, I'm not strong enough. Is that just like a crank, maybe? It's got like a good ratio. Let's see if we can find a, an automatic one. Uh, you can get some that retail for four to 6,000. It doesn't say how much they do. Yeah, so I mean, you should be able to. Look, I can buy. You can buy a twelve-ton one here on Amazon. A twelve-ton hydraulic shop press for one hundred and seventy bucks. Twelve ton at like what? What like surface size though? Because you could do twelve ton on like the size. I mean, of a how pencil. much surface size do you easy. really need? You just need something for something small, right? You're not trying to do something big. Maybe like you trying to press? Pancake. I don't know. I just want good range. If you make, Gavin, if you make a stack of pancakes and use a hydraulic press on it to condense them down to one thin, very dense pancake, oh. how do you think that would taste? I think it would taste like dough. <laughs> Here, here's what you do. Put a, get a hydraulic press, put the hot place at the bottom of it, then put a ball of, of uh, pancake goo in the middle, have the hydraulic press, press it down into pancake shape, hold it there while it cooks, lift it up, flip it, put it back down, Boom. Press cake. Yeah, but I assume it would just come up the sides of the press, though. It just flattened like, out. If, just like, if, you, if you do as hard as you can, but it's a variable amount of pressure. You don't have to go... It's just a creep, then. I yeah. want to see how dense can an entire stack of pancakes become. Like, could I fit it into a cube and eat it like a pellet? Ugh. There's, there's oh, a lot wait. of air to fluff up a pancake, isn't there? Yeah, I think ah. it can get really thin. 
I guess what if we got it? Folding like, it over. What if you pressed it down and then we bought like a little capsule, like an empty capsule, and put it in a pill, and then you could take like a pancake breakfast as a pill. Like you get one pancake and one a syrup, <laughs> and you take them both at the same time with some milk. I'm just wonder... imagining this like Casper mattress when you unwrap it. Like you put it in <laughs> Do they use a big mattress press to squeeze them into that thing? <laughs> This episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're really paying for? Between expensive, inflated prices, hidden fees, and predatory tactics, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is done online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead and then passes that savings directly onto you. Mint Mobile's approach gives you options you deserve. They even have this great coverage tracker that shows you what kind of coverage you have in your area so you know what you're paying for. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. You can choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Uh, use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. Keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Just ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com rooster. That's mintmobile.com rooster. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com rooster. I wonder how many calories you could fit into a pill. Like if we could just, like how dense we could make a thing, how calorically dense we could make a pill. Yeah. I like, had a boyfriend uh... one time who hated eating so much that he wished that all of his nutrients could be ingested via pill formed so he wouldn't have to eat ever again I've had that. I was like, i've been eating... editing a lot and i just don't really have time to stop and i have a deadline i'd be cool to i wouldn't do it all the time but it'd be cool to quickly get something down yeah something like that if they, it existed in that capacity it would be cool but like to me eating and enjoying the taste of food is one of the few pleasures in life and i would never want to give that up how do you feel about pooing uh like i mean would, do you enjoy a good poo yeah, if it if it makes me feel better, I enjoy that poo. As you say. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Yeah, I yeah. Like, like nice when, when you one. feel when you feel skinnier after a poop, you're like, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, give me more of that shit. But when I, you just feel worse after one, you're like, I didn't it must that. have been like something we evolved that eating and pooping gives you a small hit of pleasure. Otherwise, maybe people wouldn't do them as much and they would die more. Okay. Yeah. Like if 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 eating sucked, and it was just like awful and painful, everyone I mean, would just voluntarily starve to death eventually. I imagine things didn't taste the greatest in early days of human civilization. Like pre Big Mac. Yeah. Way PBM. Way pre. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think didn't well, taste as I good? Mean, think, well, think about it. Right. Like. Wars used to be fought over spices. Like this was this made empires as a control of the trade of spices. So spices must have been this super expensive, super rare luxury. So most of the yeah. time you're cooking, you don't even have <laughs> salt or pepper, right? Because that's like, oh, the king like a, has all the pepper. A war for flavor. Well, imagine right. if someone if someone invented like a new ice cream flavor, and the world went to war over it. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Right, it's like, oh yeah, the people went to war, people died, people hoarded this ice cream flavor. For oh, the mint chocolate chip! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, like, what was in high demand back in the day. Like, what was hard to come by. Like, yeah, but I do, I do think about that a lot. purple was difficult to get at one point. Right. It? It's a good movie, I though. I love that movie. Also, uh, <laughs> have you ever read that? 
when uh, pineapples were first discovered, they were a sign of wealth and that rich people would rent pineapples to show off at their parties. Yes. <laughs> Where did that yeah, come up recently that we, you and I both know that? Uh, I think it was on Reddit a few weeks ago. It's like that, pineapples were so ridiculously expensive. They couldn't be grown in Europe. So it's like if you were European royalty and you had a pineapple, it was like, wow, that person's rich. Some so people would there, rent pineapples at parties. Was there a market for fake pineapples? Like ones that you could so, stick but, a little bit far away? But that's, they say that that's the <laughs> reason why <laughs> you see a lot of things that are, to this day, you still see a lot of things that are like pineapple print or pineapple design. It's like a holdover from the fact that pineapples were a symbol of status for so long. It's to me along the lines of like fake food and stuff. How big is the fake meal industry in Japan? Like it must be, there must be so many factories making those sort of display plates that you see in all the restaurants. Oh, right. I never, I've never seen that anywhere else. It's true. You know, is that I, when you go? Yeah, I've seen it in Australia in some places, but yeah, you're right. I've never seen it here. And like super realistic entire plates. And if there's like a glaze or a sauce, it will be of a material that has a sheen to it. It actually looks like the real food. There was a photo that went viral like a year or two ago. It looked like this guy was flipping or like was cooking a giant pan of fried rice. Uh, but it really, he was just holding one of those displays from oh, Japan. Really? <laughs> he just had a display of fried rice and it looked like he was being tossed. It's I know that we have, we have some good fake food at Rooster Teeth in the prop closet. Um, I guess it's not a closet anymore, the prop building. But we have a lot of like really good fake food. I think we used a lot of it for Million Dollars Butt and some other productions, but it looks really real. So there is an industry for it here, I guess, in like the film and TV industries. Yeah. Which fruit takes the longest to mature to an edible fruit? Pineapple, probably. Yeah, I think pineapple takes like a year. Each plant eight, makes eight, like eight, one eight, pineapple eight, a year. Eighteen months, I think. I just did the Dole pineapple tour when I was. Shit, in that's longer than a baby. Yeah, it takes eighteen have, months. Have, it's like an elephant it. child. Mm -hmm. But you can eat it. <laughs> Fucking delicious, though. I've never eaten an elephant baby. Elephant child. Uh, I don't think it's legal. Uh, and if it were, I don't know that I would. But if it tasted like a pineapple, I'd be tempted. <laughs> I like how pineapple is basically on the opposite side of avocado which goes not ready not ready not ready not ready ready not ready not <laughs> bullshit like i i buy avocado sometimes to try to eat and if i don't touch if i don't get them at the uh one hour that they're okay to eat it's fucking yeah good. like the, the window of good avocado is like an episode and a half of love island <laughs> <laughs> i'm on series i'm on series three hell yeah uh, are we Dude, just the, the Love I Island like portion one. of the podcast? No, well, we just talked for an hour and a half about food. <laughs> an hour and a half? It's been 40 minutes. <laughs> I was like, the podcast is done. 90-minute uh, conversation sandwiched into 40 minutes. Sandwich. Food. I, I sent mm. that photo of the, the fried rice to the, uh, the broadcast Slack. I don't know if those guys have the ability to, to pull it in or not. I want to see it. If not, I'll send it to you guys later. Oh, they're working on it. Okay. I know it's a, it's a little different when we're uh, when we're at Whoa. home. How are we going to handle the next steak off? I, it's funny you say that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> when would that be coming up? Oh shit! But wow. that's one of those fake food displays you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it looks so like I want to put my mouth. I want to come at that like from the side and just what eat do you through do the for wave. That? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's funny you say that. Uh, I was thinking about that just earlier while we were while we were taping this podcast. I think when we were talking about 
But when we're talking about something, I was wondering, what are we going to do? Because it's about this time. Normally, we do it in May. Like, it, conceivably, it might have been, this episode might have been the one we were supposed to do for the steak off. I wonder if you're going to have to cook a steak there, cut it in half, and then get two drivers to deliver it so we can rate it on the same podcast. <laughs> it seems like such a pain in the ass. Wait, why, am I, make, why am I cooking a steak again? I cooked it last time. I cooked it twice before that. Three times. Three times. I got Mario. <laughs> took it last time too. <laughs> I think uh, you know. I think you're just a lot better at it, Gus. You actually make different stuff each year. I don't know what I could do again. I feel yeah. like I we'll couldn't think, couldn't top we'll what I did last it. year. Maybe we Put can make chicken. Order a steak <laughs> <laughs> for delivery. Yeah. See who orders the best steak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We can order steaks for each other, dude. It's that yeah. fucking. It's that. It's that. The steaks brown, have never been higher. Brown sugar ribeye from Lambert's. It's hard to beat that. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, it's really good. I think about it a lot. I don't know if I've ever had that. Oh, fuck Austin Daily Press and the jalapeno balls. You need to get on that. Uh, that Lambert's train tonight. Okay. I got the Brussels sprouts too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love yeah. That. And the green chili grits, and the mac and cheese. And the the coffee crusted brisket. I'm so, so hungry. And all the desserts. yeah. That's the, the worst part about doing the podcast from home is we don't get any food. <laughs> right I know. We it's start. also also the worst part about the podcast is like it's it's good timing I think for like having the show air and stuff and with the audience being able to watch and whatnot. But it is we got to get ready around like four thirty, get all of our like equipment set up. And then we go until seven because of the post show. And it's like, that is dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This completely covers. Yeah. And I can only eat till nine before my fasting takes over again. <laughs> Very small window. I have. Do you get crabby? Nah, I don't get hangry. I don't have that in me. Mm. Oh, we do. Absolutely. I know, I know yeah. a lot of you guys do. I've known that you all for a very long time. <laughs> something that is so obvious in this household uh both me and trevor get hangry and like i we're so cognizant of it too of just like i'm in a terrible mood i'm must be hungry i must i should probably put food in my stomach because of this like i don't get hungry i just get uh, like aggravated and uh what's the word i'm looking for like easily upset mm. about things and that's when i know i need to eat it's not even my stomach telling me it's my brain so the next time you're crabby, I'll just be like, eat some food, Barbara. Yeah, honestly, that's really it. <laughs> you're not crabby with me very much, though. No, Probably I'm not crabby to... very often no. in general, but definitely not with you, Gavin. Yeah, you need to put something in your, fa in your face mouth, not your mind mouth. <laughs> I'm really, it's extra torture because I'm really close to my kitchen. I feel like I could just run, get up and go grab a snack and come back. Go mm, do it, dude. You mean put there's more meat, to your house than just that brickle? You got any meat? There's no meat in this house. <laughs> for some reason, guys, I'm I keep imagining that you're sat on a toilet. Like for some reason, the brick wall could easily be a bathroom. That's not a very cozy bathroom. Make sure you flush. Oh, okay. oh thank God. <laughs> That's a nice chair. Thanks. No stains, no shit streaks. Good job. <laughs> oh, Keeping yuck. it clean. I, I always clean it right before we go live. Nice How many dumps y'all take today? Three. <laughs> You <laughs> Three for you, Barb. How many? What? I, I I didn't. I had zero One yesterday, here. so I think mine were <laughs> catching up today. Uh, you and I both had three dumps today, Barb. Congratulations. Usually I'm a one one a day max. Hmm. 
See, so if I if I do one before I have coffee, I'll always do a coffee one afterwards. Yeah. I think coffee then. is the thing I miss the most from the the before times. Just you not just make coffee at home. Sometimes, but it's just so much easier. It's uh, coffee's the thing that I like to buy. It's the thing that I enjoy yeah. purchasing more than making. I like to go to a coffee shop. I like to read coffee or like to read a book and drink coffee <laughs> or pick up a cold brew on my way to work. Man, I miss that. I, I want I want to give a shout out to the MVP of work from home which is my coffee maker, which has been going nonstop now for about eight weeks. Really? Have you got a, like a, a proper one or is it like capsules that just you press it, one button? Oh yeah, it's a proper one. It's like a little uh, espresso maker. So you have to pull espresso shots and I make Americanos oh, nice. with it. I just have a regular old like uh, drip coffee. They take maker. some, those, they take some practice, those proper ones. Bernie, it me a while it's, to... yeah, it's not that bad. Hmm. Jeff? I was, Bernie convinced me to buy a very expensive one that worked with Amazon, that worked with mm. Alexa, and it was a piece of shit. So <laughs> it, never, it, never, it never fucking worked right. I hated it. Every time I tried to use it, it made me mad at him. Um, Why do you need Alexa for coffee? Like You, still yeah. you don't. Why did I, you don't. Don't let Bernie tell you you do. He's, full, he's a fucking <laughs> idiot. He's a liar. Yeah. It, you don't need Alexa to brew your coffee at all because like it's way doing more work than doing him. it yourself. Uh, however, uh, we uh, we do French press now, but it's it's fine. It's just. Have you ever uh, seen that uh, that coffee maker that's integrated with an alarm clock? So when your alarm goes off, it starts making coffee for you. <laughs> no, but I saw one on Shark Tank that does bacon. It's a it's an alarm clock that makes bacon. Oh, it sounds like a, that, that episode. It sounds like they got that idea from the episode of The Office where Michael Scott puts his foot in the foreman grill. It's entirely possible they did. They did not. Don't, they did not bite. They, the sharks were speaking, not interested. Hey everyone, just want to take a brief moment to talk about our current situation. We're all facing a lot of uncertainty right now, and it may appear to be scary, but if we face it together, we'll make it through. And while we have to stay physically apart, it's more important than ever to stay close to one another. So reach out to friends and family, send a text or pick up the phone. We want to remind you that if you need support, you can reach out to NEMI, the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, to get support for yourself and to learn how to support others too. Uh, visit NAMI.org or call 1-800-950-NAMI. You are not alone. And now back to the show. Speaking of The Office, I saw a really weird story last week where I guess this improv group is recreating all the episodes of The Office inside of Slack. Did anybody else what? see this? No. It's like a Slack channel you can join. And between like 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. every day, they just recreate all of The Office episodes in order from beginning to end. Well, and, they just uh, type the line? Right. So I, uh, I, I, I joined it last week and they were doing the Dundies. And it was the portion of the episode where Pam was already kind of drunk and uh, they're like wrapping up the end of that episode. And it's weird, like they move from Slack channel to Slack channel, like they were in a Dundee Slack channel. Then when that episode ends, they move to like the conference room or wherever the next scene takes place. Uh, so you have to like click around and go to the different channels to follow the episode as it's unfolding. Whoa. So now Slack is a content platform we're going to have to program for. I mean, is, is that automated <laughs> or is the actual people doing it manually? I feel like you could easily just automate that. I think it was people doing it because you would see typos and then they would have to go uh. back in and edit their comment <laughs> and <laughs> like fix it. Yeah, you got to be typing real fast. So you got to really was, like The Office. Yeah. It, there yeah was I, a... watched, I, I sat there, I watched it for like 15 minutes. I was like, okay, I mean, I, I got the gist of it. <laughs> it was, was, it was a neat experiment. Channel. There was a Slack channel a couple months ago, um, or maybe like even longer, that someone introduced me to where it, it's called Word of the Day. 
And if you guess what the word of the day is, you win like $5,000 or something like that. And so the whole Slack channel is just people typing like shoe, fox, <laughs> inhabit, computer. Like it's just people, just words, words, words going. Byzantine <laughs> empire. <laughs> Okay, but it's like I've, I've been really the words in the language or in the English I've, language. I've been enjoying Last Laugh. I think it's a good show. Yeah, it is. Oh, you speaking been, of yeah, cocaine, you weren't in it. Yeah, your yeah. episode just aired, Barb. People loved it. Did. it. Yeah, people saying it was uh, the best episode yet. I'm, I'm glad people enjoyed it. Yeah, it's called what was it called? They called it something on the website where I was like, "Ooh, girl!" I, I was blown you. away. Uh, at, I, I guess we can't even mention spoilers, but you know, certain uh, people who just eradicated themselves with awkwardness. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of a lot of people losing lives, you know, in character as well, which I didn't expect. Right. Uh it was called The Great Dunkelman Takedown is the title yeah, of the episode. I think that's a, that's a uh a, a telling title without giving too much away, but you were let's just say you were very effective. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only uh, one episode left. Next week will be the last one. It was uh yeah. it was uh an experience. I've, I, I felt mentally, I felt messed up for the next week or so after, after I, we filmed that. I was just talking to Maxi about this because Maxi was like getting my clearance on some gifts from the show to use because some of them were a little uh, questionable. You'll see it when you watch the episode. But uh, she was like, oh, you, you did such a great job, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I can't express to you what it felt like walking into that room. And Gus, I don't know if you felt this or Jeff, you felt this when walking in, but there was a I, it was like an uncomfortable, unsettling feeling just being in that room and everything was messy and everyone was just like kind of staring at you and staring at each other and just like so emotionless. I was just like, I feel uncomfortable in here. So I'm just going <laughs> to do this. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was unlike any room I've ever been in before. I'll, I'll say that. It was yeah. definitely a, a unique feeling. I'm amazed at the coverage. Like, how do, how many cameras were there to make sure 16. you had replays of every... Oh, okay. Just one for we each had, person? We had 16 cameras, I think, yeah. But only, I think, four manned cameras, right? Yeah, four broadcast cameras in the windows, and then, yeah. Yeah. So it was... Uh, it's because I think the, the atmosphere of the room becomes unusual because you're trained for so long throughout your whole life to smile and to, you know, be approachable when you're talking to someone. So when you're in there in that situation, you're fighting years of learned social cues and learned social behavior. And then if you weren't in there the whole time and you just step into it, you're dealing with people who've been suppressing that for several hours at that point. And yep. uh, it's just, you don't know how to interact with someone who's just totally blank and emotionless in the face. There also is no worse feeling than trying to like being in there for the sole purpose of making people laugh and doing something and getting no reaction because especially because it's being filmed and you're just like oh my god this is yeah. I, i'm gonna look like a friggin fool right now that's, yeah, that's the other part it's like you're in there and you don't you don't know if something you're doing is funny or not and it's, and just, yes. it's, it's, it's not so it's not yeah. funny it's only funny to me it's it, it, the whole reason crazy. this show exists i love this Barbara, do you remember, uh, I guess, do you remember that time when it was at RTX and you guys and Bernie got the entire crowd to just be silent when I walked out and I didn't know? Oh, yeah. It was like, cheer, cheer, cheer. And then I walked out and it was just complete silence. And, you know, most rooms I walk into, it's complete silence. But to see so many people after hearing all the cheers, I was like, 
Oh, that dude was so weird. I was yeah, like, there wasn't nobody. There was one guy who was clapping. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's always one asshole. Yeah. It was just haunting. I was like, I don't know. I, I want to turn around and go the other way. <laughs> you should have just kept you just gotten up, yeah. got up on the stage and then just kept walking off on the other side <laughs> and gone back behind stage again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I, I'm just happy cool... that that image of me in that show uh, is now exists forever. <laughs> yeah, forever and ever. Also, your kids will uh, get to see fuck that. Fuck you guys for what you said in your interview. <laughs> I had to have some kind of revenge on you after yeah, yeah. after that. <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, that was, uh, was something else. The oh, cool thing well, about so, that. Uh, Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I guess. No, I was no, gonna say go. the cool thing about that show is uh, it's on track to outperform uh, hardcore tabletop season one which is wow. like our, our our gold standard in terms of success uh for those kinds of shows those broadcasts like plussed up tentpole shows is and... it kind of in the same way that black box down is doing a lot better than face <laughs> <laughs> well i think black box down uh started out like a rocket ship to the moon right uh but last last laugh is built over time like it's yeah. actually gaining audience and building as it goes which is really impressive and it, I think by the time it's done, it might it might actually outperform Hardcore Tabletop, which would be phenomenal. Really, really fantastic. Yeah, I feel like it's it's going to be good to binge, too. Like, you might have mm -hmm. a lot of people waiting for it to be all out before they start watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see a spike uh, next week for the finale. I hope so. Who's going to win? Who's going to take crossed. it? My um, money... What I was... My money... No, go, go. Your money's what? My money going in was on uh, Michael or Adam or I think a lot of people. Yeah, were the three that I thought had the best shot. Yeah, the the sort of the drier people. Yeah, I definitely I'm, I'm thought happy. certain people would be out right away who uh, are still in it, and some people who were gonna stay to the end who were out like within the first two episodes or something. Like Very that. surprising. Crazy to see. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, in rewatching it uh it's 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 much better to watch it now but uh james is really funny like every, everything he was saying and i'm watching it now that i'm out of that room I'm like god that's really fucking funny yeah he yeah. is uh james is like frustratingly funny just yeah. like it just it's so he and elise both it's it's annoying that they're both that funny and that they found each other and that they're just lovely people because they're just like it is like drip talent and you're like at least on, he man. makes up for Some it by being... work at it at least he's like super fat and ugly though. Like, yeah, he looks like shit. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing that that's the saving grace is that James and Elise are just horribly out of shape and ugly. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing I was going to say was I, I was reading in chat that uh, Cornworld noticed that uh, we have a Nightraker poster that we put up yeah, uh, in the boy. store, which was just like a, a random joke <laughs> that we came up with. Was it? Last week's episode? No, it what was is it? Two weeks ago, so we had two a lease on. It's because Gus said that raking was a morning activity. Yeah, he said he didn't want to rake at <laughs> night because it seemed creepy. And then Elise started calling him the night raker. Who made that? That's that's by Erin that. Wynn. Uh, she's an uh, art director in the RT animation side of things. She's oh yeah, wild, she... wildly talented. Dude, she made you look attractive. <laughs> I like, do you think that's like the best you've ever looked? Dude, I'd oh, go gay. I'd, I'd gay up for that. 
Easy. I'm gonna. We're, we're working on technology to replace my face in the podcast with an animated version of that image, where it's just gonna be overlaid like a, a filter, and the mouth will move. I love it. <laughs> oh man, I love it so much. Yeah, and like those are, uh, they're in the store, right? They're in the store right now, and I yeah, think they're, they're like. Museum quality prints is what it someone I said. I believe like, so. Someone sent me those stats. I don't remember what it is. Uh, here it is. It's uh, I should have had this ready. Yes, it's a hundred percent cotton acid and lingon-free archival paper. Hell yeah! Eighteen by twenty-four gallery quality. Oh, it's already oh, yeah, crossing. Now that's that is gallery quality, but that's also going to be a you. You're not going to want to pop off directly on it. You're going to want to put your load on the glass over it. It it will smudge. Right. <laughs> Christ. For, I'm, I'm on track. Just for, FYI, I'm on, I'm on track for good turnip prices this week. I'm pretty Are excited you? about it. Yeah, had, like, what, come to your island. What do you got going on? Eight weeks of trash. Well, I'm on, I'm on. Uh, you know, I've got a small chance, uh, a large spike. So I could mm. be up in the sort of 400s, 500s. I have a small chance for 642. I had a uh, I hit yeah. 595 last week, uh, but at, this week this is... uh, I, I I really doubled down. Ooh, that looks really good. I uh, I bought 1.2 million bells worth of turnips. So if Jesus. you get a good price, Whoa. Gavin, right. make sure you uh you let me know. Do you guys? Please. Side note on the I guess it's actually completely to do with what we're talking about. Do you guys follow I Justine on Twitter? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she had a mental breakdown or something this week. It was so funny. She <laughs> bought enough turnips to cover every inch of her entire island. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. That's crazy. That's so many turnips. I don't That's know how so long much. that takes. That's so much effort to shift, though. If she's if she doesn't get a good price on her island, she's gonna have to fly, you know, yeah. multiple <laughs> journeys to flog them all. Patton did something similar. Yeah. <laughs> did you see his? Yeah. <laughs> And Andrew pen. Patton had like two beaches full of rotten turnips. Oh right! Oh. At least you get ants. He, he just never got a good price. So he just lost all that money. Yeah, it was like I'll... six billion bells worth oh. on fire. I know. Uh, uh, we're gonna Gus and John. You guys do a stream uh, every Tuesday morning at like what eight thirty Central? Yeah, uh, nine o'clock, nine to ten. Nine, 9 a.m where yeah. you guys uh, go visit different people's islands and Animal mm. Crossing, and you guys are going to come to mine tomorrow! Yeah. Part, um, part two of my what? series with Fiona also came out. Did you see that one, Barbara? We're talking about my island now, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to come back. No, I didn't watch yeah. that yet, Gavin, but I'm excited too. I'm excited to see where your, new, where your DIYs are. Yeah, thanks for bringing it back to be about you, though, Gav. Cool. Yeah. What, you know, what else is going on in Gavin's world? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're so on Animal Crossing news. I'm just trying to get that thing some views, you know. Yeah, if people want to tune in at 9 a.m. tomorrow. They can see not Gavin's Island, but Barbara's <laughs> Island, because we're going to be visiting Barbara's Island at 9 a.m. Uh, yeah. tomorrow on our TV. And I just got Lily of the Valley, baby. Oh, oh you shit. five stars? I have five stars. How do you do that so fast, you cheater? How I the fuck I, I, do that? I have not time traveled. I haven't done You're anything. You're a liar. I, I haven't time traveled. I still have That's the old looks. That's not your island. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna, we're gonna see a five-star island. If you want to see a five-star island and uh, Lily of the Valley, you show up at nine a.m. tomorrow for RTTV. Like I've been playing for like fifty days straight. What is five-star about your island? I want to know. Bitch, look at that Lily of Where'd the Valley. Who, who who gave it to you? Somebody nope. gave that to you. Uh, Somebody Isabel, I guess. Barbara, mm -hmm. Barbara, stop 
lying for two seconds. How did five you get that? star. So I looked it up because I don't know. I wasn't tr actively trying to get five stars, but it's apparently it's like has something to do with the amount of trees you have on your island has to be the right amount, uh, the amount of lack of trash, the amount of decorative items outside. Um, I believe like the different like island designer stuff that you've used. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, bullshit though. So how do you really get it? Yeah, I'm also curious as to how you got it. <laughs> you you started so, so long after us. Yeah, I, I've already put in like 190 I'm, hours. I'm only at four stars. What are you guys at? I'm four, at four stars. I'm I've been trying stars. for I've been trying for five. I've been at four stars for like three weeks. It's because my island is just so nice, guys. I I don't know. I think I'm just buying the right stuff and placing the right stuff. Hmm. I couldn't tell you. I was shocked too because I randomly is asked your, my island. Is your house even fully expanded all the way? Yeah, it's a, there's a, there's a basement and everything now too. Yeah, Any, uh, I got everything. You have a. Mm. Mm. Do you not it's have a basement, basement yet, Jeff? No, I don't. I me. can't. I don't get basements, Gus. My money goes to Emily for the beautification of the island. I don't get my own. <laughs> just, I don't get a like a stipend or a, an allowance or anything. It's <laughs> straight to. You just yeah, have like a little the building the, well there's a meditation center she's building and a gym and then there's a there's a that's why i don't understand how you have five fucking stars we have a meditation it's center gave we have a gym blow. we have uh all the, we got black mouth. roses we have uh we got the uh we made a theme park i just uh, i can all i could say is just visit my island and see what i'm doing and then just do that too make me huh. a best friend when you all let right. me on the island make me a best friend i'm gonna help you redecorate <laughs> wait, 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 wait no. you guys are ruining this for me. I'm going to her island tomorrow. Make him a best friend. <laughs> he can help you clean it up. We, we already are. Shh, shh. Don't warn her. Yo, no, don't nobody say I'm not good at games. I'm a gamer girl. Yo, I'm five fucking, stars. You're a better gamer than I am, obviously. I'm very impressed. But also, Thank I you. suck at that game, so it's not surprising <laughs> that I can't get Also, I have to, I still have gems of war requirements daily that I have to fulfill. Well, that's why you're not getting a stipend. Fuck! And I, yes, I did call my island beacon because I'm a rooster teeth nerd. What's up? Uh, I don't get what, what's your island called, Gus? Monsanaton. Ooh, I like that. What's your what's island yours, called, what, Gavin? What's yours, Gavin? Mine's called Jeb Piece. <laughs> it's very much Gavin. What's yours, Jeff? <laughs> what well, I'd like, to, I'd like to preface it by saying I didn't name my island. That wasn't my option. Uh, I thought I was going to have my own island, but the game had other name. had other plans. So I had to join Emily's island, and Emily named her island Kaka Duty. <laughs> so I live on it's Kaka so Duty. Jeff, you know what's so funny is I, I came to visit Emily in Animal Crossing the other night, and I was traveling there, and you know the name of the island pops up, and I was like, oh, clearly Jeff named this island. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No, it turns out he's got his soulmate. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Oh man, so funny. Yeah, the um the video that I made with Fiona came out exactly one month after we recorded it because oh, they they just didn't want it. <laughs> and I think I'm pretty sure Sarah is begging us not to make any more. Why not? Um, which kind of makes me want to record another one. <laughs> It's it's oh. I, it's it's the achievement hunter curse, man. You take a game that the entire world is obsessed with, and that everybody in achievement hunter likes, and then you make a video out of it, and the entire world goes, "Not you, no." <laughs> I thought people 
you don't, you don't, you don't get this. You, Fortnite is not for you. It's for everybody on earth, but you, you're not allowed to enjoy this. You're not allowed to have success at it. You're not allowed to make videos. If you do, we'll leave in droves. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, it's fun to make videos out of spite though. I, I enjoy yeah. doing it. Why do you think? Yeah. We've been doing a podcast for 12 years. <laughs> Oh man! You can't stop us. We're gonna keep hey, going. Speaking of dumb podcasts, uh, should we mention? Because I know we we kind of ended it a, a little ambiguously. We did that RT podcast stuck at home thing. We did four of them with Bernie. Yeah, and that we kind of said that we had vague plans to continue, but we ne we didn't really say when. Uh, that's largely because we don't know. But we're definitely not recording one. Like, there's not one coming out this week or next week. We haven't recorded any new ones. So right. we'll just, we'll just, I guess what I was going to say is we'll just message that out when we do it again. Like, the, these I, will happen occasionally. Can I ask you a question? Please. Why does Bernie coordinate those with you and not with me? I have no idea. But I would prefer <laughs> it if he would, I would prefer it if he would coordinate with you. I don't want to take on any more responsibility in my life. Bro, I feel you on such. <laughs> A hard level. <laughs> yeah. I don't want. I don't want anything else. I'm. No, it's, I'm, I'm full. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it, it's at the point now. Like when Eric, Eric earlier, he was like, "Can I talk to you for ten minutes after this about something else?" And my 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 first thought inside was to cry a little bit. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I'm glad we did not record a stuck at home last week because uh, we had been on the day we had been recording. We had been recording those on Thursday. On the day we had recorded those. I was on things nonstop, back to back all day. I had a thirty-minute gap between my stream with Chris and the D and D stream, and I like ran and made a sandwich and ate it here on camera as we were prepping for the D and D stream. Yeah. How is that? <laughs> how's that D and D stream going with y'all? Are you guys? Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. You guys enjoying it? Yeah, I think I, I thought it went really well. I was worried about the technical limitations of uh, playing a game across the internet like that, but. Uh, it seems like it's actually working really well, and which I mean, yeah, it's really, really well produced too. Yeah. Um, ben and Christian have been doing a great job with it, and have been very patient with us, and Gus too, <laughs> very patient with us uh, for five people who've never played D and D before. Yeah, who's really. your crew? It's you, Barb, and then who else? It's me, Barb, uh, Blaine, Chris, Jessica, and John. That's we're all good, the players, and then group. Gus is our dungeon daddy. <laughs> who has to be very patient with us as we ask him, what do you think we should do? Hey, <laughs> we're, Barb, I've, been taking... play, I've been playing that game for 20 years and I still ask those questions. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm taking kind of a, a, a hybrid approach and kind of a gentle hand with it where like, I don't necessarily make them worry about specifics. Like you have this many spell slots or you know you need to make this kind of check. It's like It's more like, what do you want to do? And then like, okay, I'll say like, okay, roll a D20 and I'll try to as much as possible, take care of that stuff behind the scenes. That way they can just focus on mm. uh, the action and what yeah, it is that they want to do. He's very good to us in the um, game, I must say. Yeah. And, and, and you know, there's some times where, you know, since they're all not necessarily super familiar with the rules, uh, I might like bend the rule a little or, <laughs> or do things a little uh, in an unorthodox way. Uh, so yeah. just to so try to keep, just to try yeah. to keep things fun and and to keep things moving, and I think I think yeah. it's working well. When was and the was last time that... you DM'd before this? Uh, it was when I was a sophomore in high school. Wow! So twenty six <laughs> years. It was That's... second. It was second edition D anD D. So it was that long ago. What edition it's, are we on now? It's uh, funny, fifth... Barb. 
I remember we were having that meeting. We were talking about doing a and d show, and it, the question was, would Gus want to do it? And you, nobody wanted to ask him, and I saw him walking in the parking lot, and I was like, fuck it, I'll ask him. I don't know. Once <laughs> we went over, and Gus was like, yeah, I'd love to DM. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just like, I don't want to give him more work. I know, I know. <laughs> are, are, you, are you enjoying it, Barbara? This is the first time you've ever played, right? What class are you? Yeah, uh, I'm playing a uh, ranger uh, forest elf. I thought you were a wood elf. You're some kind of elf. Wood elf. I'm wood elf. Yeah, sorry. One um, man's woods, uh, another man's forest. Wood so. elf ranger. Um, but again, like I, I kind of picked it by going through like the various different types of characters you could play and classes and whatnot. And that seemed to be like the kind of character that I wanted to play and the kind of role I wanted to have within the group. Um, I don't think we have a healer in the group, which is kind of bad, right, guys? We're missing yeah, something there's, like there's, really important. There's a paladin who can do lay on hands for I think five hit points of healing a day so it's Ooh. not great <laughs> yeah we don't have a lot of great options but i see some people asking about it in the chat uh we're at, we're now doing that show every thursday at 12 30 central how long do you so, guys go for two hours two hours yeah is there any content once this is all done with and we're back at work is there any content from home that you're gonna miss a lot of it actually i i actually have quite enjoyed doing the rt podcast from home in a weird way um, I don't know why. And like stuff like the, the live streams that we're getting to do, which we would, probably would have never tried before in that capacity have been really fun. Like I love doing the D and D stream, the workout streams, uh, Blaine and Kelly have been doing, have been really fun. I don't know. Like there's some aspect been, of it, which is really comforting. Yeah. I've been enjoying the experimental side of it and sort of like the ability to try something that's a bit shit. And if it doesn't work, yeah. it's just like, well, you know, I don't it's, think it's hard to make stuff. I don't think forcing us to be a lot more creative than we have in the past. Like we, even for like our show hard mode and then making RT lives and stuff like that, it's been very challenging. We just did a, a hard mode hide and go seek, which was really fun. Uh, and it's up right now for everyone. So you should definitely check that out after this podcast is done. But just like I, getting to do different games and stuff in quarantine is a interesting challenge. It, it's definitely been an interesting challenge and it has forced creativity, but uh, I, the point I was just going to make is I don't think that's going away. I think when, I mean, who knows what the new normal is going to be. It might be a reality that we produce a large portion of our content from home going forward indefinitely. I don't know. I mean, obviously at some point we will be back in a room together, but this has been such a great experience, experience to prove that we can do it from home and do it at the level of quality that we would want to. So um, I don't, I, I don't also, know why that has to change dramatically as we go forward. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, also something that has been like a silver lining in this is that we now have these streams that we do and we've had to come up with content to fill. And one of the streams that we do is a gameplay stream and the Rooster Teeth group, we haven't really done a lot of gameplay stuff, and this is giving us an opportunity to try that out and to play more video games, which I've been really enjoying. Like, we have done a bunch of Gang Beast streams, which have been oh, those are yeah. so super fun. fun. Mm, pretty yeah, fun. Just, I don't know. Like, it's it's content I'm not used to being in or being a part of that I get Sounds to do like now. Sounds like you would like to work in Achievement Hunter. <laughs> Barbara, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to tell you, Barbara is secretly yeah. a ringer at Gang Beasts. She destroys in that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Like some games, I just pick up really well, and others, I just I, I could play it for a billion years and never get the hang of. It. Like first-person shooters, I'm absolute garbage at. Are you still playing Halo Justice too? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep trying though. Are you still yeah. working your way through Halo, Jeff, with Millie? 
Uh, about to start Halo 4 today, actually. Uh, I didn't have Millie last week. So, uh, yeah. So we finished Reach, which was one of the best gaming experiences I've had in my entire life. I, I, I cannot say enough good things about that game, but just about the fun I had going through it with my kid and just reliving. You know, it's just been this crazy walk down memory lane, telling Millie about how Rooster Teeth started and Red versus Blue and explaining stuff to her and showing her Easter eggs. You know, like we're all over Halo Reach and showing her. Uh, like I got to show her Gus and I in Halo 3, you know, the, the oh, yeah. Rats Nest Easter yeah. egg. like. That kind of stuff that you forget exists, and to Millie, I'm suddenly cool, but only within the context <laughs> of Halo, you know. Um, no, it's just been really, really, really fun, and uh, and now we move on to Halo Four, and I don't have a lot of memory of Halo Four, so I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I remember being okay, so I don't really. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I played through Halo Four, I was like, "This feels very different. This doesn't feel super like Halo." But I've played it a bunch of times since then. I really like Halo Four. I think I it's. Uh, once you're once you're used to the fact that it's like oh this is a different vibe because a different company's making it it's actually not a bad game at all what is it prometheans are they the bad guys in it yeah 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 there i remember that final level where you have to like kill like eight prometheans uh where they all have like scatter shots or whatever do you know what i'm talking about at the end it's really difficult i remember that a lot and i remember having a lot of fun doing that and i remember enjoying yeah. the promethean weapons but you get like the highest rank promethean knights which have like the uh incineration cannons in the last level and all that stuff that that is it's pretty epic yeah. final fight uh, the, the, uh, the thing i i hate the most about the game is the what they call the um the sh the little flying bike things oh the, yeah the oh, oh yeah yeah oh, what, but as soon as you realize that they have a face and they have a headshot it's a different game altogether oh, i, I just wasted so much ammo on those things and i was like oh you can headshot these things excellent the one thing that Halo 4 has that I'm excited to go back and find uh, is it's probably the pinnacle of my career in that I got to do an Easter egg, a Griff Easter egg, where I said uh, Baba Booey. I got to do a Howard Stern Easter egg in oh, yeah. Halo 4, and they played it on the Howard Stern show. So, like, Really? I didn't know about that part. I, oh, yeah. I remember that part of Halo 4. I remember that I got to do that Easter egg and that Alice and Stroll put me footage. in there. I've got footage of you listening to that at your desk. Did we ever put that out? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think you that, ever had a bigger smile on your face. It was that and the Tower of Pimps being in Minecraft were the two moments that were like, just like, jaw drop, holy shit. Yeah. I remember the drive home after we saw the Tower of Pimps in the Minecraft tutorial. It was like cloud nine all the way home. We, we were just high-fiving each other and going, we're canon now! <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, we even called, we called Michael on the way home, right? On the, yeah. And he was he like, goes, what? So? <laughs> <laughs> What's a, it seems an appropriate reaction. Yeah, yeah, on brand. What are you guys playing? Um, at oh, home? Speaking, well, speaking of video games, I, I read a crazy story earlier today that's video game related that I had to share. Uh, you know, Madden or EA does like the the Madden Bowl to promote uh, Madden. They do like esports competitions uh, using Madden, and I guess uh, the winner they they wrapped up the Madden Bowl. The winner played a team that didn't use a quarterback and he never threw a single pass the whole tournament. He, he just fielded a kicker as his quarter as his quarterback <laughs> and uh, built up a, a really strong team without any one like star quarterback. It's like totally, but, but in he, the way he frames it is he, 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 obviously it seems to me like someone who's trying to cheat the system. We're trying to, to troll the game, but the way he says it is that he thinks the NFL can learn from this. I should stop using <laughs> quarterbacks. <laughs> 
Uh, I think he won like sixty thousand, sixty or sixty-five thousand dollars for winning that uh, that tournament. Shit! God damn. Uh, it's a uh, fucking crazy that you can still like uh, cheat. Uh, well, not cheat. You can like work game. around the rules in a sports game like that. Yeah, game the game. We need to figure out how to get you on the on the Animal Crossing competitive five star island circuit, Barb. You could be making right? bank. I know. Yeah, speed run five stars. I was also gonna ask. Um, I know we're on an Animal Crossing RT podcast set, and I want to make sure that we get the user's name. I believe it's someone who actually has created all the different Rooster Teeth podcast sets, like off topic, always open, on the spot, um, RTP. I think that might be it, but want to get her name. I her believe name is Alex underscore B O O seven on Twitter. So oh. thanks Alex from Australia for building this set that I'm really excited to see. And I think are we in great. the, are we in the Southern hemisphere technically then? Uh, no, we're not yeah. upside down. I, we could be. <laughs> Thank you, Alex B O O seven. We appreciate it. Yeah. I actually went to her Island to visit these sets and stuff. Cause I was looking for Southern hemisphere to go to the other day. You were doing and, location uh, scout. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I only I was telling this to uh, Jeff earlier, but I was like, I feel like I only get to play Animal Crossing at night, so I only ever see nighttime in the day or in the in the game because uh, I'm working during the day, so I don't get to play it. But I wanted to like play one night, and I was going to be up late, and I was like, I'll just go to the Southern Hemisphere because it's going to be like midday there. It's perfect. I guess I could just change my Switch's time, but I don't want to have to do. No, that. I don't do that. Nah, that's that's cheating. Talk. Yeah, you don't, don't do that. Those time travelers are <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. We remember back in the day when Rossetti would yell at you. You and I played the original Animal Crossing together. Why do we why do we even pick that game up, Jeff? I don't even I like that seems like a weird outer character game for us to have even bought when it came out. I, I don't know, Gus. It's interesting you asked that. I was talking about it with Emily yesterday and I was showing her pictures, like screenshots from the original Animal Crossing, which she was like, You used to play that? That looks terrible. But to me, I thought Oh, the game doesn't look that much better than it used to. It still looks about the same. No but, way. Uh, it looks way better. We were, I mean, it's cute, right? It, but it was cute then. We uh, we were obsessed with it, though. I don't know. I really, I don't remember how we got into it, but we played it a lot, as much as I'm playing this one. Yeah. we. I mean, maybe it was just because we were doing drunk gamers, drunk gamers? at the time. Yeah. And it was like, there wasn't much GameCube content. I don't remember, I don't remember what it came out around the same time. Uh, no, because I sat on the couch. Oh, okay. got, yeah, I just remember we got really excited about visiting each other's towns. Well, they were cities back then, right? Or towns? You take the train. Yes. Yeah, you take yeah. the train, and oh, there was wow. the, 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 the there was the cat with no face, and then you just drew fuck across its face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> it's like you had to. There was a cat who didn't have a face on the train, and you had to make a face for them. But instead of making a face, you just wrote fuck across their face. <laughs> so anytime you saw them on the train walking around, that's all that was. How it's much for you to get that as a real tattoo, Jeff? Fuck on my face, just right across the forehead. Oh, it'd be tough, man. I, really? I, where was it you that could, I was telling you, you guys about with that? makeup? Oh, I think it was the. The, I did a, the keeping the lights on. I was talking about this terribly gross video I saw of this Canadian BDSM dude named Pig Slut who uh, <laughs> who who shit and pissed on a on some fries and then dribbled cheese on it and called it uh, French Canadian poutine. Don't do not watch the video. It is atrocious. But he has Pig Slut tattooed in big red on his forehead, <laughs> and it made me never want to get another tattoo again. <laughs> honestly it's just like it's just something so unsettling about seeing words on a face that big just rub, I feel like just I, turn me off i would just put on a prosthetic forehead 
He's not going to tattoo. Or, or just wear a yeah, baseball cap. How about that? Forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Like the front of a bull cap. The dude who did it's in his 70s, and he's like kind of famous in that scene, I guess. So I get it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I want to get any face tattoos anytime soon. How about you, Gabby? You going to get a bunch? <laughs> Are you a SoundCloud rapper now? Is that what's going on? You going to get a bunch of face uh, tattoos? No, I, I would do one for, you know, MDB. I would do one if it was if it was a real mill. I'd get I'd get whatever tattooed on my forehead. They, Just so a million dollars to tattoo something on your forehead. Yeah. I will say that the tattoo removal process from the face is exceptionally painful. And but you know what? You know what isn't painful? Someone giving you a million dollars. I guess that's true. Touche. Yeah, but so, you're going to have, for at least for a little bit, Gavin, you'll have a million dollars, but you will have pig slut on your forehead. <laughs> So we should. What you're saying is we should just work with the sales department to find a, someone who wants to sponsor a million dollar ad on your face. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like because like million dollar homepage. I think I think we can work million dollar forehead dot com. That would honestly Perfect. be great advertising because any video you're going to be in is going to be advertising them. Who wouldn't do that in perpetuity? Yeah, I, I think, think everyone. I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I absolutely it's a million. Wait, oh, it's America though, so you'd have to pay tax on the million, right? Because prize money is tax. Yeah, and your currency's not worth anything because of Brexit, so oh, it's worth more than yours. <laughs> oh. Yeah, congratulations! Wow. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about that time that uh, I I won s some contest with Extra Life? I didn't know about it. I didn't even know I was entered, but I basically won two tickets to E3. This was a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I've never been to E3. This will be fun. And they, like, I guess paid for the tickets and the flight. And this was, like, six months later or something like that. I get something in the mail about, like, the taxes I need to pay on this. And I was like, what? And then I remembered that in America, you have to pay taxes on prize nice. winnings, even though mm -hmm. it's, like, a contest I never knew that I entered. So you just had a tax bill? <laughs> well, like I ended up having to pay just as much as the trip would have been for me to like. It was like so dumb. Because <laughs> I paid like two thousand dollars in taxes on it. Yeah, I think yeah, Apple did a thing once where they didn't they give away like a million dollars of free iTunes credit, but someone still had to pay the cash value tax. Oh my on god! It. So it's like no one wants a million dollars worth of iTunes credit. But you you can just like sell part of it. You can just sell like. 30% of your winnings to pay for the taxes. Yes, didn't didn't something like that happen to people we knew that were involved with broadcast.com way back in the day? Like they oh, were mil stock yeah. millionaires like overnight and but, but they had to report that income and then that stock tanked but they still owed taxes on it. I forgot about that. Yeah, that did that when did happen. Just, when you just report the loss and then it's they still had to pay on it? I don't remember exactly how it w worked out, but a lot of people I remember God, I wish I, I wish I could remember better, Gus. You, you have such a better it, memory than I do. It's a similar thing that uh, some people got screwed over in the same way with like uh, uh, cryptocurrency valuations when Bitcoin crashed, where they acquired like I don't remember exactly, but like there's a series of steps that if you go about it exactly the wrong way, you can end up paying a lot of taxes even though you lost money. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like it ru it ru ruined people though. I've, uh, I'm just seeing some things in chat of suggestions on what the tattoo might be. Um, I don't, I don't think I want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get my nose tattooed on your forehead with winner. <laughs> I don't want to get MAGA. I don't want to get a swastika. There's a lot of stuff MAGA! that I probably wouldn't do. 
<laughs> oh dear. Yeah, good what? point, chat. You'd Fair get a million point. dollars. What about a picture of Boris Johnson on your face? Uh, <laughs> what what face is he making on my face? Oh, he's making full like confused, hanging from a hanging like suspended from the air, confused. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would do that one. <laughs> yeah. Bit modern uh-huh. art. All right, we're we're close to wrapping up. So if anybody has any last minute things you want to bring up, we only have a couple minutes left. I was wait, uh, I was waiting for Eric to bring out some sort of fun game. We I mention, saw uh, before go we go that uh, screen time, which is like a mystery science theater show that we're doing with uh, Andrew and I believe tonight he has Chris and Mariel on. I forget what movie they're doing. I should probably look it up. Um, but they are moving to a new time. It's actually going to be tonight at eight o'clock central. So next up is Funhouse after the podcast, and then after Funhouse is going to be Screen Time. So make sure you stick around for that. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, you really Eric should. Says, Eric says they're around. doing Ghost Rider. Okay. Is that... Spirit of Vengeance. I don't know. That's all I found. Uh, and uh, Chump is back as well. Uh, so you know, make sure you check the schedule so you can see uh, whenever Chump is. I'm looking it up myself as well because I don't remember off yeah, the top of my Trump head. Jump is 5 p.m. Central Time on Wednesdays. And that uh, very yeah. much involves the chat to play the game. So the more people who could be tuning in and <clears throat> voting, definitely hang out with us on yeah, Wednesdays. Yeah, if, if you're at RTTV, you can see up top uh, <laughs> above the video player, there's a, a banner. You can click. Okay, they put that. So you can see the schedule <laughs> and, uh, and see uh, whatever's coming up next. Now chat yeah, really wants me to get back tattooed on the front of my head. <laughs> God. Now you have Dude, to. You should tune in for, for all those shows uh, because if you do, we'll we'll get to keep making shows. And if you don't, we'll all be in the soup line getting uh, spinach soup like Gavin. But uh, you should check out that screen, screen time, uh, especially uh, if you like theater mode because it's like theater mode but funnier. But uh, Ghost Rider, the first like five minutes of Ghost Rider is classic cinema. Where he has that, you know what I'm talking about, Gavin? Where he has that like slow mo crash over oh, the It was one of the, of the coolest hill. like crashes. So cool. I, I assume so cool. it's CG because the stunt man would have died, but it looks yeah. it looks so good. It's a, and then don't watch anything else. I mean, watch Todd yeah. Mary will be funny, but that's it's I worth it we, for just that like first scene. Didn't we watch that movie and we played that bit like five times and then both yeah. fell asleep before the movie? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap this up because Funhouse is waiting to come on the stream right after us. Uh, so stay tuned for Funhouse. Then a little later, uh, we'll have screen time. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye. 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 Bye.